Busy people and lots of yellies, Worcester hipsters and fat up townies. We have more than pizza in common, with two rocks for bookends. New Haven, New Haven, New Haven, between two rocks. Welcome to the Between Two Rocks podcast. This is episode 14. Uh, yeah, I know. We've made it. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, thank you so much for coming back and tuning in. Oh, I'm going to start the clock. Um, once again, my co-host, Colin Ryan. Welcome back. Good to be here, Josh. Yeah, on a beautiful Sunday afternoon between snowstorms. It's nice. So, uh, yeah. Gorgeous day. Gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and this week we have a very special guest, someone we've been trying to get on. We've been trying to schedule this for a little while. We've been, you know, playing some schedule tag, but we finally made it happen. Um, mm-hmm. Hanifa Naya Washington. My pronouncing that right? It's Nayo. Nayo, so close. Well, so you know, close. you really should have confirmed that ahead of time. That's you what know, I, I would have done. Did, but yeah. it's just I was so focused on getting the first name right that I just like bailed on the middle name. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. It's fine. I mean, for me, <laughs> that's like a C plus, and for my academic career, that's good enough. You know, so I'm sorry. I think we should probably have five minutes of silence now. <laughs> <laughs> At least. <laughs> yes. So, Hanifa, thank you so much for coming. Thank um, you. Really people, pumped to be here. Yeah. People may know you as the winner of the Phenomenal Woman Arts Award, uh, or as we call it, the Poise, you know, in the in the trades. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was 2018? That was December 2018. Yes, yeah, and I was amazing. I was one of the winners. So every year the Arts Awards, um, the Arts Council of Greater New Haven Awards, I think five people, and every year it's a different category. And so this year it was Phenomenal Women in Arts, and I was one of the winners, nice. which was awesome. Yeah. How has your life changed? Um, can you God. even walk down the street anymore? <laughs> I really or? can't. You know, there's paparazzi. That's they're right. everywhere. I could. Be. I hire most of them. Just you know, yeah. try to keep you on your toes. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's just well, keep the thing employed. is, I want to shout spicy. out. I want to shout out a lot of studio because they made this. They took this amazing photograph of me, which was like the photograph of my life. It's it literally, I look like a like a religious leader or like the queen of some unknown land. Like it, it's really amazing. And so I've got so many compliments, compliments about that photograph. And like really like people that I don't even know, like, oh, you're the woman in the photograph. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's me. The woman Hell yeah, the that's awesome. Nice. I get like, oh, you're that guy with that blog. Like, yep. <laughs> that's great too. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's always nice to be recognized. I get what kind of milk do you want in your latte? <laughs> If you can't tell I'm a soy boy just by looking at me, then uh, <laughs> I mean, as a compliment, too. I, I prefer almond, actually, but I've been getting into oak yeah. recently. Oak? Oak. Okay. <laughs> I need oak milk. I need, Why not? I need you to fell what? an oak yeah. tree. <laughs> Let's do it. Squeeze some bark. <laughs> Nice. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Hanifa, people may know you. You basically do all the things. Just uh, as a brief overview, you have One vi- one Village Healing, Mantras the Revolution, which is an album, Hands of Hanifa, The Word, Literary Happy Hour, Beyond Diversity 101. Do you even sleep? <laughs> or are you a robot from the future sent to smash <laughs> racial injustice? Um, I I am a robot from the future. And cool. I am smashing. I'm smashing. I'm smashing. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. I do what really makes me happy and what I feel like is like super necessary during this time. And, and I feel like my life has 
spun in a way that's equipped me with things and experiences to be able to be at all these different intersections. And it's a real blessing to be able to do that work. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm and New Haven is blessed to have you. Um, are you from this area? No. no. I, I came into the world in 1977 in Detroit, Michigan, and uh, lived there until I was 13, and then moved to Houston with my family. Um, I call those the Texas years, and yeah. I, I didn't like them. Um, no one does, <laughs> honestly. If they would just secede, I don't even know why we're holding them here. If they want to leave, I say let them. Yeah. Didn't mean to get so political, just, but... Uh, <laughs> Bye, y'all. I know everybody lives Austin and <laughs> South by Southwest or whatever, but it's fine. Let, let them have it. I don't care. <laughs> um, so I lived in Texas for yeah, part of middle school and all of high school, mm-hmm. and then went to college in Wisconsin. And then it was like a whole journey of trying to figure out Wait, what Bel- I was going to Bel- do next. Bel- Beloit. 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 I was like, is it Belois? Belois, Belois? yes. No. Right? Look at you, French French major. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get your name right, but uh, you throw a few French pronunciations at me. I am ready to go. You are there. All, all culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beloit College was awesome. Small liberal arts college in Beloit, Wisconsin. Yeah. I think the whole... And you studied Russian? I studied communication theory and Russian and Soviet studies. Classic. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For real. Wow. So how much of that do you use in your day-to-day life now? <laughs> All of it, right? You just I feel like too I use much. A, I use a lot of my communications theory work a lot. Um, yeah, actually, it's sense. like the foundation of the work that I do. Russian, Are Soviet you trying studies. to steer every conversation towards <laughs> Soviet studies in some way? <laughs> That's, damn it, you figured it out. Yes. Like, I've actually been We're to talking Russia. about it right now. So yeah, hey. I do one of those exchange programs. Yes. So yes, I, I was there for a semester as well. Nice, yeah. Yeah, Moscow, St. Petersburg. It was a very life altering moment for me yeah i was like whoa not everybody lives like me that is for sure like these russian kids <laughs> was it in a bad way and no it was just different, different. Well, i mean just like because like for instance like there's so much like public housing there mm-hmm. you know cause mm-hmm. the so it's just yeah. like everybody lives in like a little apartment and it's just like their quality of life is a lot different than what i was used to growing up mm-hmm. in a yeah. suburban town you know so i was like oh all right yeah that was my first like probably privilege check of my life you know yeah so I actually got to first go to, and I, last. I went there <laughs> twice. Actually, I went there for my senior trip in high school because I studied yeah. Russian all through high school and then three years in college. And uh, so I go there my senior year. We're like maybe a group of six with our with our teacher, and it was the most wild. It was wild. Like talk about racism. Like it was it was amazing. People like there are no there are really not a lot of other people besides Russian folks, there. And so many people never seen a black person, just like never. And I'm just like strolling through, you know, um, and people are like, they want to touch your hair. An old man took me out for ice cream and just wanted to know my life story. And then I said I lived in Texas, and he was like, like Dallas, like like the show Dallas. Yeah, (laughs) nice. I live in the show Dallas. Yeah, you get it. (laughs) Did you not see the episodes where I am in them? (laughs) But it was beautiful too, and like, but yeah, very, very different. Um, what I really enjoyed the most, I think, about visiting Moscow was all these these parks. And you think of like Central Park in New York, they have these huge preserves, like just in the middle of the city and on the outside of the city, and so much of the culture there. It's like you have big dinners every night with all of your family members, and then you go for this like hour long walk afterwards. And I don't know, I just I really enjoyed that, and definitely brought that back like into my yeah. my world. You should steal that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That One thing I would take from another city, maybe. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. Um, so yeah, you're you do all the projects. Um, so. It looks like your big new project, the one that probably is using a lot of your energy, is the One Village Healing 
Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. OVH what? OVH um. what? That's what I was going to ask. You took it right out of my mouth. OVH what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's awesome. One Village Healing is actually this amazing work where I get to pull on all the things that I do, actually, many mm-hmm. of them. So um, it's it's an a emerging initiative. And so there's many pieces to it. And this first part is about opening a healing studio um, where different folks who do alternative healing modalities can come and gather and offer them, including myself and my partner in it, who is Tama Graves, Tama Haida. And um, so we are both Reiki practitioners. Mm-hmm. Tama is a Reiki master, and I'm a Reiki um, master practitioner. Um, so we'll be offering Reiki. We'll also be doing all types of small group work, whether that's small yoga classes or discussion groups, a lot of somatic work, and really talking about the impact of systems of oppression, all types of oppression, um, and how it shows up in our bodies and souls and hearts. And so it's not just any any old place. This is actually a place where we're clearly addressing the impact of these mm-hmm. things to become clear about them and whole um, so that we can go out and be amazing, liberated people and do the things that we want. So just to be clear, we're yes. against oppression, right? We are anti-oppression. Okay, okay. Pro con. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I don't want to accidentally pick the wrong side. It's ugh, you know, so awkward. Um, yes. And so it, it looks like one of the things, you know, I was doing some research this morning and reading about, and I honestly don't have enough time to read about the things that you do. I don't know how you find time to do the things, but uh, one of the things it looks like you were addressing was just sort of this, like, a wellness gap, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and providing wellness to people who may not otherwise have access to these types of you know, I think that there are certain types of people who, who, you know, maybe more like the people who read my blog and stuff like that who have access to these services. But you're really trying to get out there and provide it to people who, who might not have the resources. That's right. Um, because I feel like liberation work should be um, it, it shouldn't be a privilege. It should be it's a right. Mm-hmm. It's something that everyone should have access to at all times. And so. One of the major things about what we are doing is that most everything that we're offering, people can come in and access it for free. Um, and so we have uh, ab- ability for people to play sliding scale. So if people want to pay more so that other people can come in for free, mm-hmm. but also we're raising funds um, to be able to have like a karmic, a karmic fund. So anyone who wants to come in the door, you know, has access and isn't like judged for it. Um, or ridiculed, but welcomed, um, without yeah. a doubt. So yeah. this sliding scale, would the president of Yale be charged a million dollars? Because I'm on board with that. <laughs> yes. They you hear that, Celeve? <laughs> you want to get some Reiki healing? Write a yeah. check, buddy. Yeah. Write a <laughs> so has this already started? Uh, so we are stage? very excited to have landed a space. We're actually going to be part of Breathing Room um, Yoga and Wellness Center. Mm-hmm. Friends the- of the show. Yeah, um, we know yes. them. We had Margo on. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so we're going to be in the, the center elevated is what it's called. Not after the podcast. Yeah, I'm honestly not sure <laughs> yeah, we spoke since then, boy. I don't know about that. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. What have you heard? What did she only, hear? only from you to say. Oh, okay. You know, all right. All right. I was joking. like, wait. <laughs> she didn't actually. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. No, I mean, <laughs> terrifying, but amazing. Yeah. yeah. No. So we're going to be on the fourth floor there. Uh, part of the wellness center elevated and um, which is really exciting so we're we're in a space we actually just got the keys this past weekend um, so we're spending the time maybe painting ordering all the things that we need and opening actually April 3rd um, oh, beautiful yeah yeah it's gonna be great countdown cool. month away mm-hmm. is there like a the grand opening countdown. or something we're gonna have a yeah that's gonna be our sort of grand keep an eye opening on Facebook or something keep an eye Facebook yeah. Instagram where do you announce these things 
Um, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram. and then we have a mailing list also. So just go to Instagram.com and <laughs> you'll probably see it right there. On the, I don't know how Instagram works. Probably. <laughs> yes. People keep telling me to go to Instagram. I can't find anything. Instagram, Instagram, go to Instagram. It's mostly um, the girl I'm dating. Most of my Instagram interaction is just her showing me animals that she found on the internet. <laughs> Look at this animal. Also very cute. Well done. <laughs> so. If you go to onevillagehilling.org... The best thing to do is sign up on our on our mailing list, um, cool. so you'll get all of the details right into your inbox. So, yeah, beautiful. Um, and then another thing you do, uh, you're a musician. I am. Yeah, and so I was actually listening to your music this morning, oh. trying to get myself into the. <laughs> Are you worried? Uh, no. I assure you, it's much better than anything I've written. Uh, it's fine. great musician. Yeah. Um, and so you had an album, Mantras for the Revolution, which was actually recorded here. It in was. In Baobab Tree Studios. Right in this very room. So can we talk about how hard it is to work with Kevin? Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank God he's not here. Holy cow. Yeah, I'm not yeah. convinced he listens. We could probably, we could probably <laughs> test Kevin. Anything. If you're listening, email me angrily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I recorded that in 2017. Um, uh, November, November? No. No, that's when it came out. So I think I actually recorded it that summer before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had actually written these songs over a course of a year and I sat with them and they were really, I, I thought they were just for me and I was enjoying them and I would sing them one at a time, like in the, the morning time as a part of like my sort of morning ritual. And, um, they were really healing for me. And then I kept getting this message from spirit or intuition or whatever you want to call it being like, girl, these ain't just for you. Like, you better get in that studio and record these. These are for others, too. But that was actually Kevin messaging you? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, is that like your roommate just saying, you got to stop calling your roommate a spirit. That is not right. Like, no, Hanifa, I'm a real person. I want you to record this information. No, it's like, I need to Why call you. Why you look at me while I'm talking? <laughs> stop. Stop telling people I'm a ghost. <laughs> spirit said. So, yeah. So then I, I took, finally, I was like, okay. So I, I um, called up Kevin and the folks here at the studio and came in and recorded them. Like, maybe it was two takes, two, two days, two recording sessions. And, yeah, then I released it in November of 2017. And then last, last winter, I did, like, a series. So I sang the songs I think it was like three all winter, once once a month. So um, for for three three sessions, and it was awesome. And so the point of the mantras for the revolution is about um, these songs um, are like prayers. They're like your pep rally. They're like whatever you need to be able to go into situations that might be difficult, or if you're feeling like down about a, certain things that are coming at you. Um, they're like antidotes, like little medicine. You know, pods, if you will. And so, Tide um, pods, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids are doing these mantras. <laughs> Money making Tide pods. That's right. That's right. Um, but hey, also, being only able... two teenagers buy this because of that. It is worth yeah. it. But being able to come together um, to sing together is like one of the most basic but also amazing things that we could do as people. Um, and so, when I lead Mantras for the Revolution, I invite people in. We do sessions, and we sing all seven all seven songs. And so there's a song. Or Isn't mo- the first one like spoken word? Um, do I have to speak along to that one in exactly <laughs> no, your intonation? The first, the first one. The first one is me just sort of introducing introducing, introducing yeah. like this is what's going down on this album. So yeah. you don't so have, we to, don't do have to do that. We don't one. do that one. Because <laughs> I was like, oh boy, I gotta memorize. Josh was practicing all morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to get her voice right. It's just I don't know, not natural for me. 
Um, so we sing them all. And so it's been, it was great. Uh, every time I've done it with folks, we usually have like 10 or 15 people who come um, in the small sessions. And for the large ones, there's like 30 or 40 people, maybe up to 50. And like many people do sing all seven songs. And some people are like, oh, no, this isn't for me. But then by the end, they're just like, they're rocking, they're glowing, they're happy. Um, and I'd be one of those people who's like, this is not for me. Like, I'm always. <laughs> Couldn't reach him even by the end. <laughs> That's right. Still not for me. Still not for me. Well, on March 23rd at the at Breathing Room um, in the hearth, I'm actually doing, this year I'm doing one Mantra for the Revolution every every season. So the, the spring I guess that would be technically spring. The spring session is on March March twenty third, so you should come six six thirty eight thirty. I'd love to I'm see you there. Busy. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great. Uh, I just been really falling behind on my World of Warcraft leveling, and I just think Ooh. I need this. I was just coming back from Brazil, so I would be kind of nah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I looked at my calendar. I have no idea. Twenty third. <laughs> that's so far away. So far. will Earth even exist? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. So I'm is the sure. album available on Spotify and all the, yes. the internet places? It's all over the internet. Spotify, you not YouTube, was it iTunes? Cool. Um, Google Play and also on my website, the hands handsofhanifa.com. Yeah, just search your name. Hanifa yeah. Nayo Washington. Oh, he can learn. <laughs> Change. It's happening inside all of us all See? the time. See? Yeah. So, you know, but that album was really about making that money, right? I mean, obviously, I, so I could buy those Time to tracks get paid. for a dollar. Heck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not about making that money. <laughs> but it is like whenever people do buy an album, it is like this size prize. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. That's nah, a- you're going to have an infomercial soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's see what this is building was, up to. I remember to. that time that one guy bought a hoodie. I was like, whoa, or bought a T-shirt. I was like, oh, wow, I've made it. This is the first of many. I was wrong. That was just the last. First, last. The first and the last. Alex, thank you. <laughs> Biggest fan. No, it's awesome, though. Like, just <clears throat> actually, I ran into someone recently, and they were like, you don't know me, but I know you. I'm listening to <laughs> I <laughs> wash you through the windows. I'm like, all right, stalker. But he's like, uh, my, my friend recommended your album, so I've been listening to it every day. Oh I listen gosh. to it every day, and it's helped me so much. I've gone through such a hard time. And it's uh-huh. at least like twice a month I get run into people and hear these stories. So it's yeah. really wow, awesome. beautiful. It super really rewarding. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I got to say, like, it's not really the genre of music that I typically listen to, which is to say, you know, uplifting or, <laughs> you know, makes you feel good. I'm not. I prefer dystopian, sadness based music. But yeah. uh, <laughs> sometimes people nice. come up to Josh and they're like, man, things were really going great in my life. And then I came across <laughs> your podcast and uh, been in a little bit of a spiral recently. <laughs> I actually loaned somebody a movie when they gave it back to me. They're like, are you okay? Like, are you depressed? I was like, I didn't make this film. Like, I just, like, what are you trying Wait, to what, say to which, me? What was it? I don't know if uh, we want to delve into what it was. Synexus. <laughs> what are you distributing? <laughs> it's actually this, uh, it's sort of a metaphysical snuff film. <laughs> just about to destroy this. No, it's uh, Synexus New York. By Charlie Kaufman, sort of a meditation on mortality. It is very depressing, but wow. like, again, it's not like I didn't make it. It's just an interesting film. Like I don't know. Wow, I can't say I recommend it unless you're down to feel sad for two was, hours and forty. What was the motivation? Mainline mantras for the revolution after like, watching that. Here, watch this. this. Like, yeah. what was that series like? I was having a tough time that decade. I would say <laughs> my twenties were a tumultuous <laughs> time in my life. <laughs> But uh, I feel better now, you know. So that's the important part. We all have our own our path to walk, <laughs> I guess you could say. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I I found the music really. It was nice as I was kind of reading about everything you do. I was listening. Um, I do like that. Also, in your earlier work, you referred to yourself as being born in the year Star Wars. 
Very funny. <laughs> I you was. Know. Yeah. 1977. Woo! Yeah. I sing lists coming out of my ears about once a month to myself. It <laughs> just comes up often. <laughs> Very often. That's a Hanifa classic. Yes, it is. It is a cult classic. I love it. Nice. Um, do you I'm, get like numbers into your like? Do you know what your best songs are? Like people like the most, not best, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I can, I can see. And by best, I mean most popular, of course. <laughs> What's the Britney <laughs> Spears meaning of spiritual meaning? <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's it's the heart chakra, the heart chakra song. Okay, cool. It gets the it's got the most the most clicks and downloads. Nice, good to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean for me, it's the happy hour rankings, which is you know. Classic. <laughs> I don't drink either anymore. It's just, you know, hopefully nobody finds out. Mm. Um, all right. So you work on a bunch of other stuff, though. Like, so one of the things you work on is The Word. The Word. Which we were talking about earlier. Um, so that's sort of like, I, could, I couldn't quite figure out. I mean, is it like a school? Is it like a um, no. workshop? Is it, you know... Yeah. Just performance? Is it what is the it? The word is is definitely not school. Um, yeah. and uh, so the word The schools for fools, I hear. <laughs> we go to schools. Drop out of schools. school and become a slam poet. That's, yeah. You get nothing from this podcast. Yes. Do that. Medical school. Definitely not what this free. podcast yeah. message is. <laughs> Did you Sorry. hear that, kids? That's um right. <laughs> We do. Yeah, I would actually, 80% of our listeners are children, actually. So, surprising. <laughs> Middle school dropouts, mostly. Middle <laughs> that's right. That's our target demo. Let's make our advertising very weird. The Word is is an awesome, it's a literary arts program if you have to put it in a category. Oh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Done. End of conversation. Let's move on. Now. Go on. <laughs> and it's really, it really was an answer to um, poetry becoming less and less available in schools and not being taught. And mm-hmm. then definitely an answer to hip hop, like never being a, a, announced or mentioned in any sort of way, mm-hmm. um, except for turn it off in schools. And so yeah. um, the- Turn down that racket Turn it down, is what turn I down say. for what is what I was saying. Turn down for what? Because it's loud and I'm trying to reach, I don't yeah. know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the, fa- the artistic director, Aaron Traferis, who's also founded The Word, I think like nine years ago, actually. It's really coming a long way. And so mm-hmm. I, I've been involved for about three years. And so the word does a lot of different things. So we do in-school programs where we go into schools and do like residencies in middle school and high schools, partnering with teachers. And we'll be with the class for like 10 sessions, um, helping young folks learn how to write poetry, learn how to write hip hop. And really what we also do is teach listening because a lot of the time, um, you're writing, but then we also have a time at the end where the students can what we call a cipher or to like share their piece. Mm-hmm. And so helping students learn to listen what to what's being said and to have some way to critique and a- have feedback is definitely a big part of what we do. And then um, we also also just we're, we're building youth culture. So like giving young folks a platform to be able to share, but also to like be together in a way that's safe, but also centered on them. So it's not like adults coming down and being like, you need to do this, and this is this is what creativity is, and this is what cool is. It's them actually telling us, like, this is what's happening. And as soon as some teachers are like, I'm going to rap too. Rap won't oh. be cool anymore, and oh. that'll be the end of it. <laughs> there are definitely some teachers who try to get up there and do that. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, we do poetry, and we invite Where it. Where can I you see? Know? Can I find videos of this on YouTube? <laughs> like, Yeah, well, I It's actually that video raps. you distributed to your friend. That's what it, <laughs> oh, Same man. content. Yeah, it was just an, it was two hours and 45 minutes of teachers <laughs> rapping. <laughs> Oof. 
That'll yeah. instill existential dread in anybody. Yeah. So is this an after-school thing, or it's you actually come in during the school so day and you during, take a period, or what? So for the residencies, we go into school during the during the school day, and then we also do a different program called the Weekly Word Workshop, which is um, this year is centered at the art space at Art Space, and so we welcome any high school student um, to come from anywhere from all around the city and so that is open it's sort of a drop-in program it's every Thursday um, from four to seven and there's a workshop each each time and then there's a cipher at the end so mm-hmm. they can write a piece and then um, and share it um, and then usually we lead up into this thing in April which is National Poetry Month and we do a middle school jam and a high school jam this year which is amazing we're actually partnering um, and collaborating with International Festival of Arts and Ideas, and there's going to be a word fest <laughs> um, in June as a part, like a mini festival inside of the festival, which is very wow, exciting. Word fest, nice. word fest, and so Dang. that's going to focus on our young people, I but can also see the clothes just flying <laughs> off right now. Oh my god! <laughs> I better start working out now. Word yes, fest, word. get my word fest body ready. Word. Um, we have a, a really awesome quadre of professional poets so we do those are the folks who are going into the schools and teaching these programs and so often they don't get featured um, and we've we haven't really worked on like crafting and supporting their work and so this year we're really kind of focusing on that and so at the word fest um, our young folks will be performing but also the our, our teaching artists will also have like stage time which is really exciting so nice are they is that gonna be a main stage thing or um, yeah, one of the one of the acts is going to be main stage. So we'll be opening for a couple of different performances. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So you can check more about that at thewordpoetry.org. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're really yeah. excited. We're really excited. Our idea.org. I'm not just pitching that because they mm-hmm. are one of my only sponsors. <laughs> 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 it's because I believe in the products, whatever it might be. Do you hate when people do poetry on non-poetry months like I do? <laughs> That's what really upsets me. I'm like, hey, buddy, it's February. Why don't you? I'm like, oh, it's about black history? Proceed. Then it's okay. When it crosses over. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's like, relevant. Stay in your lane. <laughs> stay yeah, in your lane. Oh, it's March now. All right, calm down, everybody. It's just to... Cool. So uh, what, what other exciting projects are you working on? Exciting, um, or boring, or, yeah, yeah. Let's take the energy down. <laughs> a little. Um, I'm, I am, I do a lot of different things. So, I, one of the other programs I work with is a group called this is a long title, so get ready. Hit us with it co creating effective and inclusive organizations slash organizers or CEIO. Nice. And mm. I've been work- I was going to bring it up but I couldn't say it. So I was just like, you know what? It's probably not even <laughs> worth mentioning. It's been one of my primary projects for the past I almost 5 four and a half years now. I've been working with them. And so we put on these forums every year. We do at least um, maybe three or four forums. They're open, they're all day um, um focusing on matters of co-creation, matters of social justice and um so we have we just uh, we have one coming up on this month. The co- the co-founder is doing one on what is co-creation. So if you're like, what the heck is that? Um, That's come, what I'm like. <laughs> come to this forum. That's where you create coats, isn't it? <laughs> like I assume somebody co-created my uh, East Bay jacket over here. <laughs> I might be mishearing. I don't know. Sorry. 
What is co-creating? I assume when, you know, two plus people create something that seems <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, like, I think, you know, I think comedy and improv and mm-hmm. in a group is such an amazing example of co-creation because you are showing up fully in the moment and bringing your full self. And so, and then being responsible for whatever happens in that moment. Whoa, whoa. I don't want to be held responsible for what happens <laughs> in the moment. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm absolved of responsibility. I want to say my words and get out of there. That's right. Yes, yeah. My brain made what? I'm out of here. <laughs> so it's less about, we think about, people are like, oh, co-creation is like collaboration. Mm, it's a little different in that it's not like I have a role and you have a role and you have a role mm. and that's just it. It's actually, we're actually all bringing our power together and creating what's happening in this moment yeah whether and being aware of the power dynamics that are there mm-hmm. um often people don't think about that so but there's a lot more to it and um my she's definitely someone who i consider a leader a principal um mentor um neonu span is her name and so her forum on co-creation is on the 21st of this month and so if you want to come out and learn about that it's free it's at the whitneyville cultural commons starts at 8 30 so what is being co-created there, or is that too deep? Do we have to go to the event? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. Can't just give away the... Co-creation happens in the moment, man. In the moment. So it's it could be many different things. Yeah. Many, many. Okay. Many, many. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's all we're going to get. I don't know. I'm going to yeah. have to go to the event. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to come. Um, yeah. I, mean, I do think it's important to give people a voice like in co-creative, and I think that's, you know, it's pretty interesting because it's one thing to talk about co-creating, but, you know, it is... Different people have different levels of power and, and yeah. different relationship dynamics, and so it's mm-hmm. important to you know to dominate. <laughs> right, <laughs> extremely important to dominate. <laughs> anyway, what were we sure. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you certainly represented the old straight white yeah, male demo. Good well job. done. Yeah, that was yeah. Well and I, done. And yeah. I was yeah, I was like, what's going on? Do now? we even have to provide an example? We don't. <laughs> Colin is a human living example. Yeah. Um, um, so, so also a uh, CIO, we do, so we do the forums and then we also, one of the primary pieces of it is working with community serving organizations. And so really doing a power analysis with these organizations and <clears throat> guiding and helping them see where the power lies and how it needs to be reshifted or, or reorganized. Yeah. Um, and so we have done that with three or well, there's been several different iterations now. I want to say it's like up to six organizations now in New Haven that we work with. And CEIO has like long-term partnership with these organizations, so mm-hmm. it's not just like a weekend training. This is like a three-year process. Um, so yeah, that's a big part of. Yeah, I know. I think a lot of places they're like, oh, we'll just hire people of color, and that'll be enough. It's like, no, people need to be in positions of management and decision making, okay. and you know, people from all different. You know. Yeah, I like to call it the the Starbucks syndrome. People have that, like, oh, you know, we're being called out for some clear, you know, racism and um, total, you know disruption so we're going to just have like we're going to shut down our organization and have a weekend training that's what starbucks mm-hmm. did yeah um and then and then that'll do problem solved check the box right but mm-hmm. actually the relationships haven't changed yeah. none of the power structures have changed and so that's what cio is really about um really calling attention to where are the power structures and then how do we dismantle this and reimagine it in a way that works for everybody yeah are there so is it like a a discussion forum, or are you actually actively working with um, organizations in in New Haven already? Actively working with organizations. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, how do we dismantle? Do I need a gun, or is this more of like a wrench operation? <laughs> Been stockpiling guns for um, years. <laughs> Got to. I think it's more like maybe a screwdriver. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, Phillips head. Classic. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. You go flathead. 
Hmm? Yeah. You go flathead? Totally. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Unexpected. I go just... Phillips all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you people are willing to openly admit your <laughs> screwdriver preference on a radio yeah. show. Have <laughs> yeah. you no sense of decency? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I want to talk a little about your creative process. So, Ooh. um, you know, what do you, what is your process like? Like, I know I, I read a blog post from you about how you kind of were originally inspired to start writing the mantras, uh, at Edgewood Park and you just kind of had this moment, but like song to song, like what is, you know, what is your writing process? Like, do you do it in a certain place or? Um, so what's interesting is that this particular project, uh, the mantras for the revolution was the like the first style of that type of music that I've ever done. All of my other music is has been real different. It's like folky, it's bluesy, it's mm-hmm. tells these kind of like stories. And this, this last album is death metal, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, and so mantras to me, I did feel like, and it's gonna sound weird to some of you, but I did feel like I kind of channeled it. It wasn't like I said, "Oh, I'm gonna write a mantra album." Mm-hmm. It was like all these songs just sort of came over the course of a year whether I was walking through the park and then they just like would come out of me or if I was sitting in meditation yeah. and the song would come. Now, is there like a lot of LSD involved in this or just is like there what? a lot of LSD <laughs> involved in this or like more of like a mushroom situation? If there was going to be anything, it would be fun, guys. Yeah. But- <laughs> okay. Wow. Didn't really actually mean to unearth any. All right. Oh, good to know. You know, but, if there are any children listening, well, hi fine. children, stay in school. Stay in school. That's right. <laughs> you can't Unless you want to drop out, either way. Yeah, and become a slam poet. It's fine, yeah. but only during poetry month. <laughs> if I catch you poeting in June, there's going to be trouble. So I think, like my before this album, this is the first one that I really felt like I channeled some stuff. Mm-hmm. Before then, it was really like I write a lot. I write every day. Yeah. So I'm, I'm either writing stuff like about how what well, in response to the world or like yeah Do you like everything cr- you write no no yeah. no i think a lot of people misunderstand that and that's something <laughs> i find people are like oh like my you know like i like i try to write jokes and so mm-hmm. many of them are not good mm-hmm. but it's just that's just part of it like that's yeah. the process and i think a lot of people who don't realize that yeah that that's part of growing yeah you know? absolutely i feel like i'll write a bunch and then like once a month or maybe whenever i'm inspired i'll go back and mm-hmm. like look at everything and be like oh that's good I'll take this line or this yeah. paragraph and then like piece it together with something I wrote two days ago with something I wrote two years ago. Um, and then sometimes something I'll just sit down and I'll write something and I'll be like, damn, you know, that's really great. And yeah. then I'll put some music on. to it. So I've, I taught myself how to play the guitar. And so it's a really different, I think, style. And so like how I write songs is mostly. It'd be funny if she just didn't know how to play at all. <laughs> like this whole, like she just picks a guitar and just like, right? Like, <laughs> Oh my God! Everybody's just being nice to her. Just... Everyone's like, "Yay, Hanifa, that's great! Good job!" Um, you never hear people say, "Yeah, I taught myself," and they pick it up and they cannot play right. at all. They're like, clearly, you did. You did not learn. Yeah. So mostly, I will either like be on the guitar and then. I'll be fiddling around, and I'll really like a progression, and so then I'll record it or write the progression down, mm-hmm. and then I'll find a piece of words or poetry that I've written and then pair it together. It's very rare that like I'll sit down to write words and then have the music at the same time. Yeah. It's like one or the other. Is this always at home that you're doing this? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mostly. You don't go to coffee shops or, you know, when, sit, when I was in my twenties, maybe, you know, but you know parks staring at sunsets <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, mostly at home. Yeah. Yeah, mostly at home. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't do well (laughs) around a bunch of people because when you show up with a guitar somewhere, especially being as famous as you are, like I mean, you just can't just order a coffee at Starbucks. I really can't. Like, whoa! If you don't pay here, (laughs) if you show up with like a guitar or an instrument somewhere, people just expect to be entertained. Draws a crowd. So um, when I I can't just like I try to I go to this place called Manjaras in Westville, which I love. And um, Shout out to Ben We did brunch yeah. there a few weeks Woo-hoo! back. Good Get stuff. it. Yeah. I actually have a drink there named after me, if you didn't know that. It's called oh, the Hanifa. Hanifa is on the menu. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's Oof. delicious. It's a juice. Um, Hashtag and career so goals. Boy. Yeah. It's people just, once you start, once I start playing anyway. People, is it an alcoholic drink? People, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's a juice. It's just juice. It's the yeah. opposite of an alcoholic it's drink. It's actually just pure vodka. <laughs> it's just, we call it the Hanifa, uh, but it's just. It's counts as juice, right? It's just Dubra. No. <laughs> so there's, it's kale, yeah. pineapples, green apples, ginger, and lime. Right. Did and mouthwash. Did you get to pick the ingredients? <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you get to pick the ingredients or Yeah, it's like I ordered it every day for like oh, okay. six months. All and right. then they were like, All We're right. just gonna put this on the menu. Yeah. And then I came in one day and my name was up on the board. Nice. And people actually like it too. So yeah, yeah I wish that I got a commission every time someone bought one. So you bought. would say this is your greatest creation so <laughs> this, far. This is in the top this is in the top ten. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> death metal album. This yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I interrupted you though. You were talking about being creative. Oh right. yeah, I don't know. I just I try to play in coffee shops sometimes, and then just always end up with people right, coming right. around and wanting me to sing to them. Yeah, um, and I'm like, no, I'm just trying to be in the moment. Um, so yeah, mostly at home. That's where I, where I, I get down. Yeah. It's yeah. good having your printed legacy be a juice instead of like, oh, the Colin. That's the six eggs and a plate of bacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like. The Josh Levinson law. You know, and you're like, oh, Ooh. we had to pass a law to stop that from happening again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to close your blinds now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is not fair. Okay. Uh, do you ever get writer's block, and how do you deal with it? I had writer's block for like five years. Oh. Okay. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> Just half a decade. <laughs> yeah. I really did. I would sit down to try to write, and I just—I wrote, but I, nothing, nothing I wrote I liked. I was like, "This is all crap," yeah. and I feel like I keep saying the same things. Oh and my god, I've had I'm a 38 writer's block. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that means? Oh, jeez. Um, and so I feel like I just—I—I I needed to travel. I find like travel is okay, something that yeah. really helps me, like. Yeah get inspired and mm-hmm. get rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. And so like after taking a trip, I was like, yeah, right, you right, writing again. West Haven? <laughs> <laughs> All the way to beautiful West Haven. Awesome. Yes, I rode my bike to West Haven. Beautiful this time of year. It's amazing. Yeah. Hey, they got a new uh, ramen place over there. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Ishin. Yeah, it's pretty good. What? What is it? Ishin or something. It's a new ramen place. And it's pretty good. West Haven? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh bad. Check it out. The incredulity in everybody. <laughs> West Haven. <laughs> they got a new place? <laughs> it's yeah. I mean it's next to a divey bar, if that helps. Of course. But, yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah. yeah. It's a rule. It's actually a zoning <laughs> yeah. ordinance. That's actually the Levinson rule. Oh. <laughs> weird. Man. I'll take it. You know, as long as I leave a legacy, mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're both cat owners. We yes. have that in common. Cat. Uh, your cat's name is Kiki. Kiki, Kiki. Do you ever worry meow, that you're... Kiki. Her whole name is Kiki Meow Meow Kiki. Just so you know. That because when I when I adopted her, yeah. 
she, I have not to her and her mom. Her mom passed away a few years ago, but the mama's, <laughs> the mom cat's name was Mama Tits. Wow. That's right, kids. And um, because the people who um, found her, every time they saw her, she was feral, um, she would be pregnant and her, t- her tits would be like flapping around, like dragging on the ground. So they yeah. called her Mama Tits. Kiki was a part of Mama's last litter and um, she's very vocal. Like okay. not just like when she's hungry, she's like she talks. Yeah, she announces before she comes so into a room. This is where the songs come from. She <laughs> recites them to you. That's when you right. say they're being channeled, it's just your cat it's screaming. Right. At spirit, you. if you will. Spirit, spirit yeah. and Kiki. Yeah, so she'll like she'll make these like non like not mouths or just sort of like like these weird yeah. sounds like and all my cat makes all of the time, well. and she just keeps going. She'll just keep and she'll come in. She'll rub up on your on your ankles and she'll just keep meowing and keep making these weird sounds. Yeah. And when I'm talking, if I'm on the phone and I'm in the back of the house, she will come to me as if I'm talking to her. Like because there's no one else in the house, so she's like, clearly you're talking to me. Um, which I was like, I never understood it. I was like, why does she keep coming over here? But then I'm like, oh, she thinks I'm talking to her because there's she can't make any other logic of why I'm just talking out loud. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Love, and love then you her. feed her and she goes away. No, no, I just sort of, my dog I just sort of kick her. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just kick her, and then she goes away. <laughs> wow. Parenting skills, one-on-one. That's right, one-on-one. kids. Yeah. Take your cat. Um, Do you yeah. worry that your cat is existential dread? Because I worry about mine, you know? <laughs> I just feel like she stares out the window a lot, which I recognize that feeling. Like I said, my 20s were very tumultuous. I also stared out a lot of windows longingly. Mm-hmm. My cat borrowed a movie from me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't been the same. <laughs> Well, I gotta stop giving that cat Charlie Kaufman films. It is just no way to. No boy, no. Yeah. No boy, no. Uh, I'm always amazed by how just how much my cat sleeps, and I know everyone's cat sli- yeah. sleeps as well. But I'm just like, I come home, you're just right? in one spot. I'm like, did you even move? Like, did you move? Did you just sleep for like That's the dream. 15 hours? Not moving for 15 hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's what we're all working towards. Oh yeah. Get a drink named after you and not move for 15 hours. <laughs> that's right. So you know you made it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what was I? Oh yeah, oh no, I no, I have oh, no I, idea where I was getting with that. Hmm. Um, how how can and so this is maybe a little more serious, but uh, how how can I you know um be like a better ally in the fight against you know these things that are so important? You know what I mean? These what systems of oppression. What do you think that's important? Oh, I thought you were talking about cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you think it's important? Why do I think it's important? No, what do you think is important? What do I think is important? Yeah, like what, besides what, my cat. Besides your cat. I mean, you know, and that, that people that we all have, um, that we're all treated with basic human dignity, and that we all have access to, you know, at least health and the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That we yeah. at least all have a path to try to find our own way in this world. You know, like maybe. Maybe we're all various levels of, like, we want different things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And we're all willing to maybe not work harder or less hard at the things that we care about. And, you know, so I think it makes sense. There's different outcomes in the world. But I think that everybody should have an opportunity, certainly, to. Yeah. I think that you have to, what I would suggest is just keep asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the question of, like, what am I doing today to to make the world a better place. What am I doing today to use my privilege to, to support others? Mm-hmm. Those are some questions that I would ask yourself. And then like go out and meet people. 
Go oh, go to oh the boy. places. I'm out. Out. <laughs> People oh, go boy. out to places, go to different communities, meet yeah. different people. Because yeah. it's one thing to be like, I'm going to click donate to support something. Yeah. And it's a different and thing. And like, my liberal guilt for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's and nice. to be like, I'm going to actually go to this event that I would never Every go to. $50 gives you two weeks free <laughs> of the. F- yeah. I hate to give away our secrets, but. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's important about. Asking yourself the questions and then go and showing up for people like yeah. in person. So um, how do I like how do I even get in the door in like terms of meeting new communities? You know what I mean? Like, um, like I know you have events. Like how do I how do I find communities that are not entirely obvious to me? Like I feel like there are a whole parallel worlds in New Haven that I don't know about. Sure. You know are you what talking I mean? about West Haven? <laughs> talking about like Grand Ave. You know what I mean? Like I walk down Grand Ave and I see like a thriving community of people that I don't know. You know mm-hmm. and. Uh, they're doing, they're out there doing things, but I don't know who they are or sure. you know, what their stories are. I think that so there's a couple different groups that come to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is CT Core Organized Now, um, and they could have any of these groups have more easy to say names. <laughs> yeah, they stink. Like, does anybody stink too long? Could we just hire one <laughs> marketing person? To, like, okay, sorry, <laughs> it's a lot to cover. You yeah, know? I know. Well, there's already so many organizations. Yeah, I know. The, the CT Core <laughs> Organized Now, they have a huge platform okay. um, around all types of issues of equity. So that's just one organization. And they have all types of different events from like organizing things, but also social things, mm-hmm. wellness things. So yeah. that's a group I would definitely say check out. Um, and then um, I feel like the uh, Junta is, a, is an amazing organization. Mm-hmm. Iris is an amazing organization. Um, and and these are groups that have meetings and sessions all of the time mm-hmm. um, that are open to folks to come to organize, but also to meet and connect. And then I also think like like if there's some way you could pair the thing you really love to do, mm-hmm. um, and then bring people into that, yeah, um, do do that. Okay. Um, so and, invite them to open mic night. <laughs> so they can talk about their genitals for once. Yeah, I right. get it. Nice. That's what. That's what I'm Bring really. Some equity exactly. to genital jokes. That's right. People of all kinds and genders, and yeah, everybody should have a chance. Everybody's to say got them. Disgusting things about themselves. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Exactly. That shouldn't just be exclusive. Yeah. Me. I mean, do you ever teach like how to do comedy or something? Oh, like I that? don't think I'm qualified to do that. <laughs> Maybe in like five more years. I'm still very much learning. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm in any position to tell other people how to do it, you know. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah. That'd be a nice idea, comedy in the schools. Yeah, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, though. I really don't like to give back, if possible, you know. Mm, I just That's it's a place not, to start, you know. It's just like I don't. It's a general ethos. Something about helping people really upsets me. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> Takes but time do, away from yourself. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I just always wonder because I do feel like there are so many, like New Haven is such a diverse city, mm-hmm. but it's also like, I feel like there's just like these like isolated groups, you know what I mean? And we're all living these sort of parallel lives, you know? Or at least some groups are more, maybe more isolated than others, you know? I want to get up in yeah. everybody's business. <laughs> right. I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, there being groups. I mean, there's going to yeah. be groups. But I think when yeah. when there's no care for uh, people who are suffering, mm-hmm. that's when it, that's just when it's dangerous. When, it, when it's just like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get my pizza at whatever pizza place in New Haven because there's like 5,000 of Modern. them. Yeah. I'm going to have an IPA and I'm going to like hang out with my friends and go to bed and like not even care if they're, when I hear news that, that someone has been hurt or shot and yeah. left in the street to die or 
um, that there's a rally, that I'm going to sort of avoid it, like to ask the questions like, why is this happening? You now, know, can I go to a rally and not chant? I just feel comfortable <laughs> chanting. It's like actually, it's almost like the singing along, you know. You can yes. <laughs> you can okay. You can also like just mouth. Just mouth. Ma- oh, yeah. they won't even know. <laughs> Why? Well, it will be funny if everybody was mouthing. Somebody's definitely got a chant. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> a silent rally. Just, I mean, it will be fun, but maybe not effective. I'm mm-hmm. not a rally expert. Can you bring pizza means. and IPAs to the rally? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you could draw big crowds sure, in that maybe, case. For sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Nice. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, that's cool. I think that was most of what... Oh, I did want to ask. So for this uh, One Village Healing, how did you kind of hook up with Breathing Room? Like, how, what was that process like? Um, because it's like, to me, it's like fascinating to kind of connect with another organization and be like, oh, we want to... Like, we want to offer this thing, you know, what do you, how do you, like, build those partnerships, you know? Yeah, it was, it was very organic, if you will. Okay. Local and organic. Um, That's right. And you can buy it at Edge of the Woods. Free range. <laughs> it is uh, $72.99 because <laughs> you don't get that Stop and Shop discount at Edge of the Woods. No, nope. You don't get nope. it. No, you, you got to pay more for that organic. That's just how it is. <laughs> I knew that they were... Uh, opening this wellness center as mm-hmm. part of as part of the sort as of ex- expansion, um, and um, I had been in other conversations with folks at at Breathing Room mm-hmm. around. Um, have you ha- done rolfing or? You know what? I haven't. I've heard really uh, terrifying it just sounds things. Very, <laughs> y- you know, some your never. face changed. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's probably be really cool, but it just sounds like very painful. Yeah. Um, and you know, rolfing sounds like rough. Like, am, yeah. am, I, am I vomiting? Sounds like, gross. What's, yeah. what's oh, yeah. happening right now? Um, Rick from pain, there but... will come long-term disability, <laughs> yeah. though. You know, that's what <laughs> the they testimonies say. Testimonies I've heard about it though are like, yes, it was painful as f, and like it totally realigned like my entire body. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, one day, one day I'll be Build strong enough to, to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I heard, you know, I've heard about the the wellness center opening. Opening and was in already different conversations with folks there about equity work and about doing some other events there. And um, it just really aligned. The timing really aligned. Um, and so we've been in talks for a while and then we kind of moved forward with like the officiality of it um, this most recently in the past three months or so. Mm-hmm. So um, and I know that there's a huge effort there to be able to be more of a community and to represent uh, what is happening in New Haven and the people in New Haven. Um, and so I feel really excited to be able to support that vision um, mm-hmm. of bringing more equity, more diversity, more different programming into the space. So, What kind of, is there a certain amount of outreach going on to make sure that people that may not be exposed to this type of thing are actually aware of it? Because I've heard of other places that are doing, you know, inclusive and sliding scale stuff, but it doesn't really become clear if people know that this is available. So you end up with the same people who already know about the space are the ones going yeah, there. Yeah, no. Know? So like we're, at One Village Hill, we're very intentional about building our communication space. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I went to college for communications. And Russian uh, studies, obviously. <laughs> yeah, all the fires in Russian, which makes it very difficult. <laughs> um, Such so, a beautiful language, though. Yeah, it's, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expert. Let me tell you, it is ugly. It's not ugly, um, but it's it's very guttural. I think people have just different um, re- reactions to hearing like three consonants together, like a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think so. We're very intentional about like having a really broad base of people and people who we would know who like aren't being in, in communication with folks 
at Breathing Room so far. Um, but I also know just separately the Breathing Room is they just launched like an entire recalibration of like their membership. Like they literally just launched it yesterday. Oh, so okay. I know that that's like a new thing that they're putting out. So I lost the, my classes? Either. Great. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're done. Okay. Um, <laughs> Why do they keep telling me that? You're done. Leave. <laughs> um, and so I, I think what's really cool too about all of it is that having these – you know, in the well, in the center elevated, having these like now, I think there's six, there'll be six different groups with potentially more people coming. And then us all meeting together and creating a really clear community there is going to like really change um, just the culture of what breathing room is. Mm-hmm. Um, having like a more intentional and a lot of cross pollination between the individual um, practitioners. As well, yeah, absolutely. I usually just staple my flyers around Yale. That's usually what I do. But that's getting one type of person who doesn't come to comedy shows. But so far, pretty bad. <laughs> so you staple them around and no one comes. Yeah, Is that <laughs> effective. So I feel that I've offered you some pretty good advice so far. Uh, yeah, that's cool. So if you would like to contribute to the two-year pilot program to uh, help out, it is onevillagehealing.org/about. And you can assuage your liberal guilt for two weeks for every fifty dollars. Uh, as part of the Patreon, you know, it just comes in a little email, and you can redeem that for a nice guilt-free shopping experience at, at your local brewery. So, um, is the donation is that to offset the cost of you know the instructors and providing services for free? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, um, we hope to. It's that hearth rent. The roof clearly like downtown. raise some funds through memberships <laughs> and through the prices of people who are paying f- the full amount but to be able to offset that um, we do need to raise some funds mm-hmm. um, to, and to also just make it sustainable and this process uh, the place we're in now is so we are, are we are technically a fiscally sponsored um, project of the arts council for the next two years mm-hmm. as we oh so that's how you got that award I get it <laughs> alright all in the family makes <laughs> sense See, I was wondering no, why I keep getting passed first. over for the Phenomenal <laughs> Women Arts Award. I'm like, really? This is not my year either? Okay. I'm like Leo out here, just constantly. I got I to gotta fuck a bear or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, hey, wow. come on. If you're going to sneak in that joke, you do it after 50 minutes. That's the rule. <laughs> um, yeah, so it. this is just allowing us to be able to have some flexibility in terms of how we want to grow and develop because we just we don't know what's going to work. We, we're just trying some new things. Mm-hmm. Um, so within this time period, um, we hope to either establish whether it's going to be an LLC or if it's going to be a worker owned cooperative um, or, you know, something else. Global Front Corporation. <laughs> Front for the mob. <laughs> Offshore tax havens. <laughs> it is based in the Cayman Islands. Illegal but... dumping of toxic waste. <laughs> That's right. Right. Yeah, we could probably use some of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we are getting to that time of the podcast. We're going to play a couple games. Okay. Um, game on. Game on. So the first game we're going to play is called Mayor for a Day. And what I'm going to do is what? I'm going to give you- Wait, what is it called? Mayor for a Day. Ah, okay. Yeah. It would help as a podcast host not if into I could it speak already. clearly. Yeah. <laughs> what? Absurd notion. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you disrespect the office of mayor? <laughs> Um, so Mayor for a Day is basically a game where I give you a million dollars to do anything you want, carte blanche in New Haven, you know what I mean? No no alder approval. You don't have to worry about those uh-uh. pesky Unite Here. 
All right, a million dollars. Yeah, a million dollars. You know, and I just have one day. I mean, I don't know. You can <laughs> you can spread it out over days, but you know, I'm just saying. You wake up tomorrow. Wow. You got a cool million. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, you can't spend million. it thoughtfully. You have to blow it hard one yeah. day. <laughs> Some ideas have been zip line over the green, mm. or just helping homeless people. I mean, there are various levels. Yeah, of, mm, you know, yeah, bottomless mm. pit of education. That's right. Burning <laughs> education for two hours. <laughs> I would love. I would love to open up across the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so in every neighborhood, and maybe there would be two. Um, there are two uh, neighborhoods in New Haven, that's right. <laughs> Glad that you know that. <laughs> East and West um, neighborhoods, yes. that's what they're called. <laughs> um, I don't know, it would be a store. It's like a, a, like a Like a nap store or like a nap center. A nap center. I think and, first you said map. No, nap. Like, N-A-P. Yeah. Take a nap. And, so be, and like each one would have a different theme. So if there was like, one was like. One is nightmares. Hawaii. <laughs> That's the West Rock one. <laughs> one is like all um, like teepees, or maybe one is all tents, or maybe one's all hammocks. So I don't know. Like they, so each one would have like a different theme, and there'd be like cool, yeah. soothing music, and you could pay something or not, and just like have a place to rest. Because I feel like mm-hmm. people just don't get enough rest. Yeah. And like one of the things I think that I learned in kindergarten or preschool was like taking that nap in the middle of the day was the best yeah. mm-hmm. and I really would want to support a culture where like we celebrate rest in the middle of the day mm-hmm. um, how do you stop people from fucking in hammocks that's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out oh that's encouraged <laughs> that, that would take another million dollars yeah <laughs> it's really a down low hammock fucking spot that's what this is all about most of our budget is security detail <laughs> Or custodial detail. Custodial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess if so you... it's a jobs program, really. <laughs> Man, so that's one idea for that sure. That's great. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Everybody else said public art, so this is way more interesting. <laughs> yeah, public art. Psh, get out of here. Get out Quajo, of here. so selfish. Public you know? art. No, go take a nap. Go <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> Whose life is art improving? Nobody. Yes, rest. Rest, nice. little ones. What about you, Colin? You got any new ideas? I haven't really thought about any. No, I haven't. Um, I mm. totally support this nap idea. It'd be yeah. great. I yeah. wish there was a cafe in Edgewood that people could hang out. That would be nice, you know? I feel like there's no... Cafe in Edgewood. You know? I feel like there's, like, this... So there's, like, downtown, and then there's, like, Westville. But I feel like there's not a lot of, like, cool hangout spots in between. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's... I've talked to people who live, live over there recently. I live in Edgewood. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the same sure. totally so selfish. random. Why? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I live in West Ham. <laughs> selfish. Yeah, I live in... I live in... Uh, I actually live in Massachusetts. I don't even know why I do this. Uh, hmm. And you would need a million dollars for that? <clears throat> yeah, probably. <laughs> of public money? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. What about the deja vu? That's kind of... That's on Android, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Westville, though. Mm. It's on the right side of the park, you know? Oh, you expect side. Josh to walk over the bridge? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> During the like, day? The Pendleton <laughs> side? Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. Cool, cool. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I just wish there was somewhere cool to hang out in between. Mm. There's that fish shop, but that's pretty much it. Tomato's Seafood, too. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they get a coffee shop in the near future. Other people in the neighborhood are yeah. thinking along the same wavelength. Nice. Mm. We are going to blanket this town with coffee shops. Yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> How many more blue states can yeah, we open coffee up? Coffee shops and nap centers. Naps, perfect. Combo nap. job? Right next to each other. Right, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Have you ever taken a caffeine nap? Do you know what that is? No. It's where you like drink a coffee and then you immediately go to sleep because caffeine takes like 20 minutes. So like the idea is you wake up from your nap and right as caffeine hits you, you're like 20 minute nap. 
Wow. Yeah. See, that could huh. be a wonderful partnership. Yeah. You would have to be able to nap on demand, though, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what and you other got your drug own problems you? in that case. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> First, we give you a Xanax, then we <laughs> inject you with caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the other game we want to yes. play. Next game. Next game. Um, is called One Thing because I can't think of. I have spent zero time thinking of a name for this game. But basically, what is one thing for another city that you would like to see in New Haven? You know. Hmm. One thing. One thing. So it's like a nap store. We've talked about. Yeah. <laughs> one thing we've talked about is like you know there's like uh, in Burlington, Vermont. There's like pedestrian only street, a church mm. street that's cool. Or like I talked about. These cool swings on a promenade in Columbus, Ohio. Mm. Like, you know, kind of little featurettes of other cities, you know? I would love it if we had trolleys here. Trolleys? Yeah. Okay. Mm, Light that rail. That would be amazing. Like, uh, maybe two different lines. Yeah. That go... That transverse the whole yeah. city. See, I that was interesting because we talked about light rail, but then a lot of the people from the less advantaged neighborhoods were kind of like, yeah, once again, this is probably going to help Yaley's and East Rock and you know yeah. what I mean? We go through every neighborhood. Every neighborhood. Yeah, Two absolutely. Two trolleys, every yeah. line. So every. why light rail over the bus? Um, the buses can still be jamming. They can do their thing. I just think trolleys. And they are jamming. Let me tell you. <laughs> trolleys are cute. I was at Happy on the bus cute. on Friday, and it was, people were turning up. It was something. <laughs> There's something I just feel like, I don't know, it just feels more communal and homey to have to be on a trolley, especially when it's nice out and you can open the windows or it's open air thing. Mm-hmm. And I see it more as, yeah, it's transportation, and it's also like, it's also just like a fun ride, just like a yeah. like a yeah. little adventure. Yeah, as well. And talk about being able to maybe cross pollinate the city, if you know you could like take a trolley through whatever. I don't know yeah. something about just enjoying the city on a trolley. Well, mm-hmm. so you get to tie people down to tracks, <laughs> which is like, I think just awesome really, movies can be made. Yes. Yeah, you know, like just think of the villainy that you get with the nice, true. you know. I just like the bus. It's just not the same tying people down in front of a bus. No. No. Is any other person getting hit by a bus? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I love trolleys. They're just I don't know. They're, they're really they're fun. Um, yeah. And I mean, maybe someone could do a tour on them too. Maybe do get some get Colin Kaplan in That's there right. and do mm-hmm. some some history. That's of... where Jim Morrison got beaten up. <laughs> right there. <laughs> some say his blood is still on the streets <laughs> due to our poor custodial <laughs> yeah um, alright well that brings us to about the end here um, yeah so thank you so much for being here thank yeah, this you was this was really fun yeah. um, do you have anything yeah. you want to plug before we uh... plug it uh yeah, you don't have much going on. Do no, you? just visit, nah, visit, my, pretty just visit <laughs> my website because if you go to my website, it actually has all of the links to all of the things that I do. And yeah. so that's like the best place to figure out what is Could you And your website again was Instagram, right? <laughs> Instagram.com <laughs> homepage. Handsofhanifa.com. Okay. Yeah. H-A-N-I-F-A if you're curious. Yes, that's um, the way you spell it. H-A-N-I-F as in Frank. A. <laughs> Good. Yes. Um can I make a recommendation for your website? Sure. Yeah. Could you make, when I click on one of the projects, could it open in a new window? Because, like, every time I click on it, it, like, takes control. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I need to, I want to open up, like, seven windows. <laughs> Target I want, blank. I want all of my RAM to be just <laughs> Firefox <laughs> windows crashing because nice. I can't keep track of your projects. You can consider that. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask uh, the boss lady. Which, the which boss she... lady. Nice. The spirit <laughs> that speaks to you. Spirit. <laughs> Yes. AKA your roommate <laughs> slash cat. cat. Slash <laughs> <laughs> yes, awesome. Okay, yeah. Great. So yeah, check that out. Hands of Hennifa, uh, dot, is it com? Com. Com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to check out Colin's apartment, go to Craigslist. Colin Ryan dot triple X. Between two rocks dot com. I actually put up a between two rocks dot com slash comedy page with all my events. So if you want to check out any dates, my roommate and I are co-hosting the Roomies comedy show on March twenty first. Roomies, at the Rough Draft. great show. So come check that out. Uh, we have a great crowd usually. Uh, Connecticut Wonder Boys slash Turn New York comic Andrew Manning will be headlining, so that will be very disconcerting. So it'll be fun. Uh, so it's Thursday, March 21st. Once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. This thank great. you. This was and fun. thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye. Stay in school. <laughs> Drop out. Become a slam poet. <laughs> Busy people and lots of yellies. Worcester hipsters and fat up townies. We have more than pizza in common With two rocks for bookends New Haven, New Haven, New Haven Between two rocks Ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da Ba-da-da-da, ba da Between two rocks